0: The Monday Night Football Bombs in Week 12 NFL Recap Edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash Bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, this Monday and Tuesday, everything is 20% off in the merch store with the promo code CYBER. Store dot Back. Promo code CYBER. And with that, we do a theme song that starts the show. Yes, welcome to the bottom line, bomb. That's a double bomb sound effect for you, just making sure it's all coming through on the message board, the message board, the sound board. Uh, welcome. I'm your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. The man in the box. A.K.A. the bet detective. I am on the case. A few cases here. Anyway, it's uh Monday. All right, Monday. Why can't get my mouse to work here? November twenty seventh, the Monday after Thanksgiving. What a long Thanksgiving holiday football weekend we had. Um, it was great. A lot of football. I hope you had a good one. See Generics. Um. On today's show, we'll recap some Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving Day games and the NFL Week recaps, and we got a big Monday night football between Minnesota and Chicago, which I'll get to in a second for all the live people, for all the live C-Generates, so you can get your uh, early plays in there, open up your windows, you know? Back to reality, Captain Insano says, welcome to the message board. Yep, what up, boys? Back to reality after a long weekend. Uh, long weekend mixed longer with all the plates. It's just good eating weekend, leftovers. Um we had a good one. I went to uh, my sister. She had people. She had her friends over. And I got kind of in there and a uh, lot of you know a lot of a lot of staples. We did we did a classic. We we burnt we did an old power move. Shout out to Mike Burns and Power Moves. Um where we she burnt any sides that she didn't like. You know, if you brought over a side that, you know, maybe went against her keto diet, burn the sugar she would chant. Uh so it's one lady, this one girl's sweet potato casserole didn't stand a chance, Kimbers. Didn't stand a chance, Kimber. It got destroyed in the oven. Marshmallows roasted over and then uh smoke alarm went off and uh ah, we survived that though. We we got the, we got to the good stuff. it just it just clogs up the table anyway for stuffing. And mashed potatoes and the real stuff. Anyway, not to get into that, but plenty of football that happened. Uh, thank you for listening to this show. La- my, I gave, we did a couple of remote shows last week from the box. I, did, I was here Monday, but th- I did a Wednesday pre-Thanksgiving <clears throat> show, the Turkey Bombs, which is a great show. I love the holiday shows. I write them out them- thematically, you know, and... Um, But the sound was not not great. The man in the box had troubled, and and I don't, I just didn't know what happened. We worked on, we we figured it out. But uh, you guys seemed fine with it. The live the live chat room, no one said so. I'm still even more confused. Or maybe you guys just take what you can get from me. And you're like, you know what? I don't want to disrupt them. As JC from KC joins the chat, I'll give you a box. Either way, we got through it, and it is time to get back to Monday as Captain Insano said, back to reality as we as we transition from Thanksgiving to now. Now it's the onslaught of Christmas. Now there's no stopping it. And I'll get to that in my Man in the Box segment. I'll also do Monday Night Football, Thanksgiving Day recap, and NFL recap. So tonight we have Chicago and Minnesota in a freezing cold, normally it would be a freezing cold situational game, but, you know, Minnesota does the... They do the dome, and they do – they need to, though. People like, like – I know my man, Colby Dundee, who I just did um, the sea block. We're in the middle of the sea block. We just had a college show. He hates all domes. But I, I do say people don't understand how cold it gets in Minnesota and these places by the lakes. I mean, you can die up there. There's games where you should not be playing outside football, in these polar vortex and this, this would be one of them not not today but you understand what i'm saying so it'll be line is 3 and 43 and a half the public's on minnesota the pastor not how can't you be he's he's the best he's the fun he's a fun story i'm i'm all in on the pastor too i love him josh Dobbs. hated him until he went to Minnesota, and <laughs> I didn't hate him. But like you know, he was terrible with Tennessee last year. But I just gave him a chance. I just keep throwing him around teams. I don't know why teams keep shipping him around. Cleveland's like, yeah, we don't, we don't like, we don't need a backup for our oft-injured, suspended quarterback. Now they need him very much. So they sent him to Arizona. And then he was dangerously close to winning games for Arizona. Arizona's like, yeah, we don't, we don't want to do that. Past or not? What do you? Get that out of your head. So they trade him to Minnesota. And now we love him in Minnesota. For some reason it makes sense there. So the public's all over Minnesota. So the contrarian play is the Bears plus three. I mean, yeah, they had a playing better. I don't know if I can get there. i like I lean more towards the over. I'm I'm not going to fool around with it. I'm going to take Minnesota. I'll give that out as a bomb minus three. Uh E first, the coach for the Bears has never won a divisional game. How insane is that? They played earlier and Fields got hurt, which gives me to a couple props. So I'll break down a couple props and then we'll move on with it. So I do like the Vikings tonight. I I like the over, 43 and a half. I think DJ Moore has a nice game. 62 and a half is his prop. He is at last week he had seven catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. Three of the last four games with Justin Fields at quarterback, he's had 96 yards receiving. So Fields is passed coming back better, um, and he and he hits DJ Moore. Who Carolina could obviously use. And the only game he didn't out that for that hit ninety six yards with Fields as quarterback is the game Fields got hurt versus Minnesota. So I think that's a solid prop. We'll go DJ Moore over sixty two and a half. Bomb that. But see, generates, that's not why you listen to the man in the box. The pet detective. You come for the ladder chatter. I know. I get get it from all angles. When are we going to hear about your ladders? Because I give out ladders on the VCN. I give out ladders on the prop show on Thursdays with the main boys. And I do love a ladder. I love the prop ladders. I go to Petco. I bought all these ladders. You see, if you're watching now on YouTube, you see in the studio, the studio's is strewn about ladders with kitty cats being saved up top. That's all for me. I've I've really <laughs> got all out. And uh, I I love buying this shit because then I can just drop it off here. Not, not to keep it home. Ladders are prop bets, if you don't know, where they say, like, okay, like, you know, DJ Moore. Let's just say DJ Moore for uh, an example. 62 and a half is over under. So you go over that. And then if you say, well, well, how about some alternatives? Like 72 and a half yards, 82 and a half yards, 92 and a half yards, 102 and a half yards. And you'll get plus money on all those. Like plus money, plus 200, plus 300, plus 400. So they call it they call it playing the ladder. Because different rungs and and obviously as you go higher more towards the other you know, the set number, the better odds you get. So when it comes to a ladder, I like the guy, I like a guy who, you know has a low number that you can have a high ceiling at. And with that, we are going. My first uh, Monday night ladder. Let me get out the old hook it up. Ah, Look at that. Look at that ladder. If you're watching, let me lock it in. Boom. (laughs) There we are. Close up of the ladder. Uh, ladder chatter. We're going to go with Ty Chandler running back for the Vikings. He's the backup running. He's the RB two, but he's been outperforming Madison. Madison's been on, you know, they've been waiting to bench him anyway. He fumbled again. That Denver game It was awful game. Awful fumble. He's not that great. I mean, he's been, he was sharpened up. He's always putting up numbers, but anyway, either way, they're splitting the carries almost 50 50, but Ty Chandler is getting most of the receiving yards, most of the receptions and the bears. Are a team that leads let lets up the most receiving yards to a running back. I think it was the last five weeks. Most fourth most receptions, 34, and the most receiving yards, 330. These are these are hard stats from the man in the box coming at you. So Ty Chandler, his over under is 12 and a half yards. We're gonna bomb that. And one and a half receptions. Bomb that. So two catches, 13 yards, you hit. But if we, if we if we skip a few rungs, no need for the middling ones. Let's start right off at 42.5 receiving yards for Ty Chandler. Now granted, he had 37 last week. And Dobbs, of course, as we know, just learning the playbook, but he's an astro- astronaut or he's a rocket scientist. A lot of it's check down. Who so are we kidding? That's plus 460 if we hit 42.5. That's one rung. Then if we want to get the get the Christmas lights out of the, off the you know off the roof 52 and a half that's 940 950 that's nine and a half to one if he gets 52 and a half receiving yards and then we'll go up to 62 and a half receiving yards that's all the way top that's if you want to save the kitty as they say plus 1864 bomb that so. if you want to do it with just receptions you can too three and a half receptions plus 380. Four and a half receptions, plus 805. Five and a half receptions, plus plus seventeen. So that's my main play for the Monday night game today. I like the Vikings. I like the over. I like DJ Moore, but I really like we can have some fun with the Ty Chandler ladder of receiving. Receiving only. All right. Let me hook that back in there. There it is. Wow. Like as Captain Insano says, like Belichick says, on to Christmas. Yeah, well check hopefully there'll be a Cole and you're stacking He is ruining all of our seasons I'll get to that in a bit but first let me uh let me let me let me get through some of this stuff let me get through the uh do I have bet 365 in here I should right I do here we go bet 365 we're brought as what we're brought to you by the world's favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide prop sides totals live betting bet 365 has you covered if you like boos you you're gonna love 365 like a 30 profit boost on your nfl same game parlay plus they even have an early payout offer if a team goes up 17 points sign up today and choose from the two bonus offers either a thousand dollar no sweat bet or five dollars Bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgameandpodcastcom backslash bet365 at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash bet365 or use the sign-up link in our show bio. If you got a problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And like I say, you have a problem gambling. But that's fine. Not all problems need fixed. Um, the Bet365 that I like today, like I said, I just gave them all out. DJ Moore, higher, bet that one. And Ty Chandler, higher receiving yards. Those are the Bet365 bets I like today. All right. Now we're back here in with the bottom line bombs. I am the man in the box. Let's break down what – now we're going to do some recapping. The Thanksgiving Day bombs, which I gave out, they kind of came out to how I predicted plot-wise started off with Detroit losing to Green Bay and we said Detroit Thanksgiving wise are like your addict brother your sibling you know he's been in and out and he wants to be trusted to host thanksgiving so like, fine we'll let you host thanksgiving and we fell for it again i fell for it again we thought they finally had their life together detroit you looked the part you put on a sweater you, you did the whole thing you covered up some of your wrist tattoos but you can't trust them. They're they're going to be Detroit, and they're going to they're going to break some glass. They're going to kick the turkey like Morrison in the Doors movie, you know. And that's what Detroit did. They just would he they, uh, they just could. We thought we could be trusted with this with the Thanksgiving. I'm like, well, maybe they just know their role, and they didn't. Dan Campbell was the guy who I thought that when I hired Dan Campbell, I thought that's who was going to be their coach. What he did on Thanksgiving. Fake punt, the guy with the fake punts. What? From your own like 30, snapping it to an H-back with other like special teamers blocking. What? I don't understand this shit. I get the element of surprise, but when it's like fourth and eight or whatever the hell it was, five, whatever, how about you just use your offense? Wouldn't you be better off by using the guys you pay money to uh, throw the ball and run the ball? let them do that again then have some fucking <laughs> division 2 scrapper out there who likes to play h back or a punter throwing the ball anyway that was not the only reason why campbell lost but knocked out a lot of people survivors and circus survivor that was a big thing circus survivor contest you have to do games for thanksgiving and over the weekend two separate weeks oh they love giving you updates too uh, and I get why Circa wants to promote, and listen, we give out contest picks here, Survivor and Million, dollar, million Contest, and we love Circo. We do the v show from there. But also, and I get why they want to promote their contest and, you know, make it hype, but, like, I, there's nothing worse I want to hear than updates from the Survivor contest after you lose. Like, who gives a shit? I'd rather hear about someone's fantasy football team or their brackets or, I mean, whatever. It's hell. Oh, and then this, and they got this strategy, and there's 120 people picked. Who gives a fuck who picked who? Give the nine million to someone and stop telling me about this stuff because we've been out of it. Although I am in one, I'll keep giving out some. I'll keep giving advice on it, but I'm not in it, and I don't want to hear about it. A lot of people at Minnesota tonight. They lose night. Good. I still don't want to hear about it. Oh God. Is anything worse than having people asking for the survivor advice as well? I don't know. I lost. Okay? Can't take that. Because it's so easy to do a case against somebody. Oh, I can't believe it. Do- never ask for. ask That's why I never ask for fantasy advice or survivor advice. First of all, it's always going to go your other way. And they're always going to be, why don't you listen to me? And I'll never say when they're wrong. Anyway. But we did predict Detroit. Although I did take Detroit, by the because I thought they would know the role. And I-, I got fooled by my own analysis. We just can't trust the in-and-out-of-rehab Detroit Lions. Hopefully it'll bounce back. So then we had to go to our rich aunt and uncle, Dallas Cowboys, Jerry's World, and they did exactly what they did. They had the fancy house with the rooms you can't even – some rooms are taped off or locked out. You're not even allowed in. You're not allowed to touch anything. But they just judge you. And they judge – they destroyed Washington. They judged them like, oh, you're going to eat all that? Or are your kid's still in trouble in school? But you have to give them some plates. Now, get out of here. And they take their nice food and get out of here. Detroit, Dallas, what they do, they destroyed bad teams. The Niners, they made it tough on me and all people on Thanksgiving. See, that was a problem. With Dallas blowing out Washington, that's usually during dinner time. So you can have it in the background or whatever. But the Niners Seattle game, that's after dinner. That's game time. That's when the like people who are non football fans are women and they're like, let's play charades or play. They played bullshit. I had other things I had to do. That was busy. But it was hard. That that game made it difficult to play off. Like, well, I gotta see who wins this game. No, you don't. Niners are killing them. Yeah, they are. Gino smith got one arm. God damn it. God damn you, San Francisco. Make it competitive, please. We need something to do so we don't have to play Parcheesi for crying out loud. Is that still a thing? Parcheesi is just a fun word to say. Um, but it was a good Thanksgiving. We played yard games. But got to play games. And then there was the Black Friday game, of course. Oh, I forgot to start the stopwatch. The Black Friday game. Miami and the Jets. It didn't even seem like a real game. These Jets, are they making up holiday games for these just to show these Jets? I can't stand these. They got They got buried by Miami. The play with the game was, which I did, was an inter, a pick six, 99 yard interception return on a hail mary before half. I will give the Jets that. I've never seen that before in my life. I didn't even think that was po- you're allowed to do that, and I feel like that's what uh, the Miami player once he picked it off goes. Can I just keep going? Is this is this leak? You're allowed to keep running. All right, we'll do it. Robert Sally called it unfortunate. What happened there? Hey, what happened on that play that's never happened in the history of football? Yeah, that was unfortunate. I didn't. I didn't. Frankly, I didn't think you're allowed to do that, but apparently you are. Um, we just ought to be gentlemanly of him to take a knee once he gets the ball and not insult us and score. Did you see there was a, uh, a company that gave away a million dollars worth of TVs? TCL. They're the new NFL TV sponsor. They did. A, they ran a promo. A lot of people, the companies will run promos, you know, get people to sign up and they, you know, they have some 25-year-old who works in the marketing department come up with the ideas. Something that won't happen that'll, you know, make them go bankrupt. I mean, they get this stuff insured, but still. Anyway, this company, TCL, said they're going to give out a million dollars worth of 98-inch TVs. Brand new TVs on Black Friday. All you had to do is sign up and... uh. Root for a 98-yard or more touchdown play to happen on Black Friday game. You knew some marketing agents came up with like, don't worry, it never happens. No one ever scores a 98-yard touchdown. Quite frankly, it's all it's impossible. People would have to break legs. Well, it happened. <laughs> I mean, this is their brand-new deal. This is the first company they run, and they're already bankrupt. So I kind of like that. I kind of like how that 99 – because you, you imagine these comp, this comp, people at their company watching this 99-yard interception in their sponsorship with the NFL over a week old, already going down the tubes, they have to go to the CEO, how they just blew a million dollars because of the goddamn Jets. Javon Holland. Safety, that's who scored the touchdown. That was hilarious. The million dollars of 98-inch TV, so they're $12,000. So they gave away about 84 of them because of this interception. <laughs> Tim Boyle. A quarterback for the Jets. Oh, my God. And we're like, oh, it can't get worse than Zach Wilson. Yes, it can. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle can't believe he's the quarterback. He was like, I'm. listen, I don't even know how I got here. My college career, I was horrendous. He said that. Like, he was bad. I had a good pro day. I basically cheated on the test. And now I became Aaron Rodgers' friend, and he holds his company hostage. And here I am quarterbacking. He was Zach Wilson without being able to move. And now Aaron Rodgers is still coming out talking about how he wants to play. He wants to play on Christmas night. Like, it'll be a Christmas anti-vax science miracle. I should be hitting um, buttons, right, when I do these things? Like, when I talked about the Vikings, I should have done that. You like that? You like that? I have no idea why I would use a duck unless I want to talk Oregon ducks, which I don't. Um So shout out to TCL Paying out a million dollars After the Tim Boyle interception In Aaron Rodgers is That's not a case for the bet detective If he tore his Achilles at all But I'm rooting for this I never root for an injury You're not supposed to root for injuries That's what they tell you Never root for an injury Unless it helps your team in a way I do like when I get like that Um when they chastise fans for cheering for injuries. How else is their team going to win? Like, Philly fans always got shit from <clears throat> when Michael Irvin went down. Yeah, well, okay, well, we can't win unless Michael Irvin gets hurt. So I know it's classless. What can you do? Um, but I will say, I do not, you can't root for an injury. But if Aaron Rodgers, who is nauseating and insufferable and hilarious at the same time, Wants to make this ridiculous comeback from his Achilles. Why? He's not doing it for any other reason, but for selfish to act like he's better than science and his fucking conspiracy theory goddamn medication treatment. He doesn't have any healing. Like, ugh. Anyway, comes back to that offensive line on a maybe-recovered Achilles and then immediately gets blown up again and then he's done for like another year that would be pretty funny. But the only problem with that is then we'll just have perpetual off Rodgers and there's nothing worse than off-season Aaron Rodgers. Now we we get a 20 365 year-round off Rodgers is the worst. So that's why I just I just did a no no I just did a 180. I don't want to uh I don't want him to get hurt. Because if he's hurt, the more he's hurt, the more he gets to talk and do interviews and get paid <laughs> to do McAfee interviews about his uh, bullshit fucking science theories. I should put I should play. Don't know which one I wanted to play. I don't know why I would play Sword. <laughs> I was just about to say something. Well, I'm wrong about that. I can't trust me about that. I don't know why my my head is blurring a little bit here on uh, 360. That's what Bill Cruz said. Don't you mean 360? Bill Cruz says that. I love when people do say 360 when they mean 180. That's my. It's one of my favorite things that people fuck up with. Well, I did a 360 on that. Yeah, you know you're in the same spot if you do a 360. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. See, I did a 180, and that was sober living, and I didn't like that. So I did another 180, and I'm back to this. I'm back here. Yeah, I did a whole 720, man. Here I am. You're still in the same spot. Yep. Yeah, I know. I know. I just keep doing 180s until I get it right. (laughs) Captain Sable says, it's the brainwaves, man. Rogers was right. I know, bro. I think Rogers' brainwaves just made me fucking lose it. But it was. It was that 360. I love when people get 360 wrong instead of saying 180. I like when people do balance scales wrong. If I want to do the whole act, you can only see this one on YouTube. I'll do a close-up of this one. They do the fake balance scale with their hands, you know? And they go like, woo, up and down. What should I do? What should I do? And one to be like, hey, should I uh, do my work or go to the bar? And I go, <laughs> go to the bar. But in actuality, that should go down because it weighs more. They do the balance scale wrong. So maybe you should do your work and figure out how a fucking balance scale works before you start messing up sayings. <laughs> anyway, okay. All right, let me get out of this uh, segment because Aaron Rodgers just bums me out. So let me we're going to go back. That was the Thanksgiving Day bombs and Black Friday game. Shout out to the TV deal that lost a million dollars on that PixX Hail Mary. And these Jets who are who who will not stop being on our TVs. They were, speaking of TVs, they will not be on there. All right, quick break, then I'll come back, I'll break down the rest of the NFL action, and we'll do a man in the box. That happened. But first, let me tell you about prize picks. But first we throw we throw the uh, banner up there. There we go. Look at that. Prize picks. With basketball season here, you can pick and co- uh, combo projections across football and basketball from the specials issue. A league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. Examples, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey combined for 10.5 or three points made and recreational. Um, prize picks even allows a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games. So, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Players and stat types you're selecting highlight your winnings from prize picks. Oh, I did do a prize picks. That's a good thing about good policy. Let's say you run, like, yeah. Let's say you. Uh, you play Justin Fields higher 57 and a half rushing yards and he gets hurt. You know, blows out his knee. And you're like, God damn it, don't I run bad? Here I am with a Justin Fields ticket, and he blows out his knee. Poor me. Not him, poor me. But prize picks fields you and they throw you like so. Here you go. Here's Tyson Magic. You got him now. All right. The son of an arm wrestler. We'll take it. So Go to prizepicks.com backslash SGPN. Use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com backslash SGPN. Code SGPN. Prize picks Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. And Hall of Fame bets were also brought to you by that. Look at that. The box switches it up. Win bigger and by betting smarter the NFL season Hall of Fame bets. Sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And we're back. On the bottom line bombs, I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man, the, man, the man in the box. All right, let me go wider now so you can see my beautiful, beautiful thumbnail that I paint use for today's episode. It's uh if you see it. It's a photo I actually took from the last time they were on Thursday night or Monday night the Vikings. their mascots dressed as Bob Ross and he's doing a painting that's actually during a game it's a beautiful it's a painting of a painting and there's uh my my sister's dog Odin in his Viking uniform that we that gets featured on decent a lot toss him in, in there too. anyway, old Odie. all right we're back here on the bottom line Bob sorry I, I need to play more more things like that you know like uh you know, any kind of noise, any kind of sound effects, just because it's dull without it or just my voice. You know the problem is? When it's just me in the box here, like every time, I just, and I start listening to myself, and I start going crazy. I'm like, who's listening to me? Am I listening to this? Anyway. Let's recap the NFL action. Our bombs, our contest bombs, speaking of the circuit millions, went four and one. So we will, I'll hit it. I'll have something fun for that. Four and one, we were, were we're on a hot streak. I mean, we went five and zero two weeks ago. Yes, sir. Three and two last week. Thank you for participating in. And uh, four and one yesterday to bring us to 12 and three for the last three weeks. And I say that because this there's a quarterly here, which means every four weeks they give out a prize at the Circa Million Contest. Now, if I go five and oh next week, this week coming up to go 17 and three. I still don't think it'll be enough. <laughs> That's how hard this fucking contest is because there's so many people you're competing with. But we'll see. You never know. At least I might have a chance. You know, I mean, I'm obviously mathematically have a chance, but you never know. We'll see. But 12 and three is pretty impressive. Let's run. Let's keep this thing going. The only loss we had. Speaking of which, Captain Saino was New England, and I can't believe I took New England minus three. This is not on the show. We we, we won. We lost New England minus three. Because of the contest lines, because it went off at four and a half, I couldn't imagine people laying four and a half, and I I regretted it immediately. Mac Jones, I didn't know he was a quarterback. Zappy, they're all so bad. That job. but you just figure like, okay, Tommy DeVito, he had his last game. They got six turnovers. That Giants Patriots game. It looked like it was from the '30s anyway. It looks like an army navy game. Like from, the, it should have been at at the polo grounds or something. You know, like it looked like it was, should have been like an old Ebbets Field or uh, some fucking like construction going on and a baseball diamond. I mean, how was that an NFL football game? Captain Santa wants to know. Bill Belichick is tanking. I mean, they're bad. Their quarter, I mean, they're getting so much worse. Their quarterbacks are getting so much worse. That's what's insane. They're the worst team. They, are they the worst team in football? Who knows? But Belichick, and then he just, for him to still do that, fu- reporters got to have enough of this Belichick press conference shit. This, this flew when you were winning Super Bowls. You had Tom Brady on a Cincinnati. Oh, we got we're, we're, we're just straightforward. But no, fuck you, Bill. You can't do this and be 2-10 and 10 and put whatever the hell that was and lose a Tommy DeVito. Because you're playing for, people are – well, whatever. He played for overtime. He got what he deserved. I don't believe in that. I mean, you're playing against Tommy DeVito. Yeah, you play for overtime. But that game should have been a tie. My God. He did play for the tie. Because you, know, you know nobody was scoring once I went to overtime. But I also got, what are you going to let Zappi throw the ball again? It could get picked off again. Who knows? Either way, it's just not good. But you don't see, he normally doesn't like losing to the Giants because that's his old job. Or he, or he, likes, or he respects them. I don't fucking know. Either way. That game should have been at the polo grounds or some baseball diamond. So that's the one we lost. The ones we won, we had Jacksonville, we had Buffalo plus three and a half because that was a contest line. Pittsburgh and Indy. I should have took Denver. I had Denver locked in. And like I don't know, whatever. That's not the point. That's neither here nor there. We'll recap some of those games. Eagles, Buffaloes was the best game of the weekend by far. Uh, Philly pulled one out. They just keep winning. Buffalo dominated. They should have won the game, but they did not. Missed a field field goal. One was blocked. A lot of talk about that horse horse collar tackle that they didn't call. What's amazing was they didn't call the horse collar tackle, and then they called intentional grounding. Not only was that not a 15-yard, it's also 15 yards on you, Josh Allen. Why? Because go fuck yourself. I actually don't think that was a horse collar tackle. It's weird because they had the front of it, and then he got to the side and like spun it. He it wasn't like from behind. Like that's, that's the way that thing was outlawed. The horse collar, like when Terrell Owens got because he got snapped from behind. He was grand was are going on the front, then to the side and whatever. Either way, but exactly the kneel with twenty seconds was poetic. Jake Elliott. With an amazing field goal, fifty-nine yards in the winds and the rain, left and right, and it snuck through there, and they tied the game up. And then the Bills have twenty seconds to go with one timeout. Should have had two timeouts, but McDermott f- calls a timeout to freeze. Elliott, what? What are you doing? Keep your two timeouts. And you have 20 seconds with the ball, hey, 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 McDermott. Do you remember? Um, do you remember a game? Actually, you were in it, if I recall. I think you were in it, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. It was the AFC Championship game or divisional game. It was in Kansas City. Somebody was beating them with 13 seconds to go. I forget who it was. Anyway, the other Kansas City only had 13 seconds to go, and timeout, and they. Two plays, went down there, kicked a field goal, won the game. Who were they playing? That's right. They were playing you, Buffalo. They were playing you, Buffalo. Were you not there, McDermott? Do you not remember when you lost? with? Third? Maybe you figured, yeah, we don't, we're the only ones that give up that shit, so it's impossible. Let's just take a knee, go into overtime where we've never won. What are you doing? Josh Allen couldn't be stopped yesterday except for the one pick. I mean, everything he did was amazing. You 20 seconds, and you should have two timeouts. They only had one timeout. They tried to freeze the kicker. Let's freeze this professional kicker. <laughs> it was insane. Red, speaking of uh, fires, I wasn't. No one spoke of fires. I just made that up because I don't know how to segues. <laughs> Um, I do always check in on the red zone. I complain about the red zone a lot. I mean, the red zone's fine. I complain about Scott Hansen a lot. But everyone's giving him his flowers because an alarm went off during the games, and you could hear the alarm. It's like, okay, we're being told to evacuate. We're just going to leave it on the Eagles game. And uh, he was great. He did something yesterday. Oh, the Atlanta-New Orleans game. He was like, okay. Remember that Derek Carr fumble we showed you? And Atlanta recovered. Actually, they didn't recover. New Orleans recovered, and uh, now here they are about to score. What? Yeah. Anyway, here's an alarm. We're all fucking jumping out the windows. See you later. See you next week in the witching hour. I will give him. I will give Hanson this. Cause alarm's going off. Okay, we're being told to evacuate. I guess that's what we're gonna do. We gotta do like work protocols. It's so hard to convince people when there's an alarm going off your building that it's real, that it's not a fake dress rehearsal or you know a test or anything. I was at a Starbucks in Beverly Hills, not the humble brag. I was in the neighborhood. Starbucks. An alarm went off for the building and people were like, oh. Uh. An alarm goes off. It could, it could be an active shooter alarm. And people were just like, oh, God. Uh, now i got to take out my charger and put my laptop back. People were asking Starbucks employees, do we have to go or is this just for other people, not us? And they're like, yeah, no, we have to go. Everyone leave. Anything could be happening right now. Also, I like going to a barista for authority. What is this? Do we have to, a real? Bill Cruz says, love me a good fire alarm dress rehearsal. This is a dress rehearsal. Everyone, we just want to see, make sure people don't just trample each other. And people are packing up. They're getting refilled. No, there's no refills. Get the fuck out of here. Captain Insano says in college dorms, they would make you get out of the room at 3 a.m. Everyone would hide in closets. Yeah, I and mean, good God, the fire drills. I would rather die. Listen, if I die in a fire, who cares? Okay? We got to go back to letting people die. It's much better than having these alarms. Oh, fire alarm. We got just- some RA running this thing. Middle of the night fire alarm. Yeah, it'd all be out there, and then you get to see who hooked up with who. <laughs> that was fun. Anyway, amazing Eagles game. The Bills are now the best 6 and 6 team of all time. <laughs> they outscored her opposed by well over 100 points. Um and they probably will miss the playoffs. But if they get in, they're trouble. Uh let's see. Jacksonville the big win over Houston, although they they tried to blow that game too. That field goal doinked off the crossbar. Uh Pittsburgh with an offensive explosion. They finally got over 400 yards for the first time in three years. They scored 16 points. And also, whatchamacallit, good Lord, Deontay Johnson. Those clips are tough to get away from when he's just standing there and not giving a shit. There's a story where he got in a fight with Minka Fitzpatrick after last game, and then he's out there just not caring. He drops that touchdown, which Tomlin should have reviewed. But things do not look good. Pittsburgh, and that was supposed to be the Thank God Canada is out as an f- offensive coordinator. They took him out of the box. That's the thing. It's not easy to be the man in the box. Colts had a big win. They buried Tampa Bay. That was, how about Jim Irsay? What's he on HBO Real Sports? And he said he got uh he said he got arrested for his big DWI, his DUI, because he's a rich white billionaire. Which that made the headlines. And whatever. One, you can't say that. Even if it's true, you, you can't say that or say. No one is gonna think of you as a victim. Your dad owned a football team. Go to hell. But I will say this about him. Then he's my favorite billionaire. Then he'll go off and he's obviously on pills. He's obviously still on. He's defending his talk about being pulled over for DUI. And he goes on Twitter or or X and just (laughs) goes off with his unhinged rants. He goes, on first take, the woman that preceded Stephen A., how dare you pretend to know me? Oh, my God. I don't know your name, and I don't care to, red emoji face. If my black mother Dorothy was still alive, you'd be in some big hot water. You are mean and ugly, upside down, emoji face. You're a nothing burger. You're spelled wrong. That's what's so tilting about rich people. Billionaires. Billionaires. You see this shit? And you're like, what the fuck? These guys are dumber than me, and they have billions of dollars. Like, what? What is going on in this world? He spells "you're" wrong. He's using stupid noises. My black mother Dorothy was alive. You'd be in some big hot water. And then he quotes Trump. Nothing burgers. Good lord. I do. I do. Will I will say this though? He said this to uh, what's her name, Kimberly A. Martin, so on ESPN. I guess she wrote. She ripped on him for saying he's a rich white. For saying he got pulled over for rich white billionaire. Which you're fair. That's going to happen. That's a fair game. She can do that. Obviously, she's a black woman. Anyone can say. It. I mean, you're you're opening yourself up for that. Um, he did set her up though with the spelling. You are wrong because that gives you the perfect out. That's always the best though when someone gives, someone's attacking you and they give you a perfect out like that, or if they if they miss they misspeak, you know. So she just replied back, "You're spelled correctly." Oh, that's like a mic drop. But anytime you do like a slip of the tongue, yeah, I know. And then the Baltimore Colts. What Baltimore Colts? Don't you mean Indianapolis Colts? Yeah, I meant to say Indianapolis, but but well, I can't take anything you say seriously now. Because you said Baltimore Colts. You obviously don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Jesus, God, I messed up. I don't know. You just you just cling on to that and stick on that because you know you have no defense. Anyway. Then he started going. I mean, he had more tweets that are fucking just batshit crazy. He keeps talking about his black. <laughs> How he has basically the the the, the rich equation I buy of I black, have black friends. Andrew Kramer asked Ursa if he realized what it sounded like for him, a wealthy white privileged man, to cry discrimination. He got angry and defensive. What did he say? Um, man, what, I want to go through his... I think he deleted these tweets. God damn it. I mean, he's obviously... Obviously, on some of the best billionaire prescriptions pills you can buy. I did get jealous. He was like t- tweeting ro- like, in a row all these things. And I'm like, good God, he must have the best drugs. He had like $30,000 worth of drugs in his trunk because <laughs> he's a rich white billionaire. And uh, you know what? The cops are right. You shouldn't be driving if you're a rich white billionaire. Speaking of bet detectives, anytime you delete tweets, remember Cincinnati, Cincinnati deleted her tweet last week? Cincinnati I had Pittsburgh. That was the only reason why I pitched Pittsburgh because it's amazing. You're, you're worthless without your one quarterback. And Joe Burrow's out for the year. He had that sl- sling on his wrist and they they put out that picture. This is how you show up to work. And some guy's like, is that Joe Burrow back there with a sling on his arm? What? No, no, delete that tweet. Nothing says they're innocent more than uh, deleting tweets and saying nothing to see here. So that's what happened there. Um, Denver won. Now, oh, wants Denver to go in the playoffs? Slow, slow down, Denver. Although I did pick that. Because we were like... Cleveland had Dorian Thomas-Robinson. He left with with one of those concussions like, yeah, I think you have a concussion. What? No, I'm fine, coach. No, I think you should get in that blue tent. Pretty sure you have a concussion. Still horrible, Bill Cruz says. I don't know. You got got Russ Wilson. Let's ride. Russ is getting paid. What's he getting paid? $250 million to uh, not turn the ball over. That's good. That's good, Russ. Congratulations. Um, And then they fired uh, Frank Reich. Good for Frank Reich for getting the hell out of there. Carolina fired Frank Reich because the owner couldn't fire himself. That was amazing. Everyone wanted CJ Stroud. And then the owner's like, nah, let's try this, let's try this Bryce guy. And he couldn't look worse. (laughs) <laughs> it's, you feel like he's going to die. Can we get Del Rio on the next podcast? I, know, I love scapegoat firings. Ron Rivera firing Jack Del Rio. I mean, yes, Washington's defense is terrible. I We can't believe these old heads. They're like the... Uh, not the untouchables. What is it? <laughs> fucking... Um, What's a Sly Stallone movie? Is it the Untouchables? No. Fucking the Unhidden. Expendables. That's what they are. That coaching, that whole Washington coaching staff's Expendables. <laughs> Meaning they're terrible. Movies. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Expendables. That's right. Rocky, Cruz says. No, not Rocky. <laughs> you got Jack Del Rio, BNM, all kinds of guys out there. And I love and I love it. Eric Terram says no one will ever want to work for David Tepper. Well, I think Magic Johnson will fix things there in Washington. How can he not? All right. With that being said, thank you, everyone who is watching on YouTube, currently watching on YouTube. Make sure you hit that like button. Hit that thumbs up for the big Thanksgiving Day weekend algorithms. Um yeah, so we got the Monday night game tonight. Like I said, like the Vikings, like the over, DJ Moore over, Ty Chandler, ladder receptions, receiving yards. Um, Bill Cruz throwing off the river. But it's amazing how they're letting Rivera finish the season out. Or are they? I think they're going to still think we're going to just unplug his headset, just act like he's out there coaching because he is. He's rocking chair Ron now. They are bad. There's so many bad football teams. It's insane. All right. With that being said, let's get into the box. box. Tepper's Carolina. Yeah, no, I know that. I know Tepper's Carolina. Carolina is just a, Carolina is a, uh, that's a rough gig. Well, like I said, as a bad detective, I, I think they took Bryce Young just so they could tank intentionally for Caleb, even though they don't have that pick. The Bears have that pick, but then they're going to trade again. Just keep trading the Bears for that number one pick over and over again. That's what I think they would do. Anyway, it is on to Christmas. As Belichick said. Uh happy Thanksgiving. There's a couple things I wanted to talk about here in the box. I went to the Christmas parade last night in Hollywood. It's a Hollywood Christmas parade. Um, they do the Sunday after Thanksgiving. They aired on TV. You got Eric Estrada hosting it, the punch. I heard Chris Catan and his little elf was out there. We were down at the end. Our buddy Josh Cheney goes every year, Hollywood and Vine, all the way at the end. It was awful. It was like the dirty part. But floats, by the time they get there, their Cadillac converters were already stolen. The like Calyuwenga, you know, they never got there. The cars were whipping around the corner like at 40 miles an hour. There goes Craig Robinson. Did he what? No, oh, he can barely wave. And then as soon as we left that spot, I and mean, people were fighting each other because they were in the middle. It was not good. <laughs> it was funny though. This guy was in this other guy's way who had the lawn chairs. Going going to the lawn chairs early, you know, in the streets. But what do you do? It's a street parade. And the guy's like, you're in my way. And they're fucking going back and forth. And that's when he gave him the old passive-aggressive, Merry Christmas, sir. You know what? Merry Christmas. Fuck you and your family. You know what? You have a blessed Merry Christmas. Have a happy holidays. We were laughing about when people say that passive-aggressively. Like, okay, you know what? This is, You're obviously crazy. You have a blessed day, sir, okay? You have a good, God-fearing day. Merry Christmas to you. Holidays. May the birth of Jesus Christ be blessed to you. <laughs> Tell you one thing about the Hollywood Christmas parade, and I like it. It's funny. It's cheesy, but... Uh not a lot of Jesus there, that's for sure. <laughs> you have gay bike, uh, dykes on bikes. You have neon lights and bikes and fun and, you know, village people and soap operas. And but you don't have um, too much religion, which is fine. Although you do have people yelling about how uh, you're going to hell if you don't do religion. But that's just, that's just a normal Hollywood Boulevard day. Normal day on the boulevard. On a Sunday, one fun thing was that morning. I lived by Hollywood Boulevard, and I got my steps in in the morning. It was amazing because it was a parade. It was completely empty. The street was empty. Uh, L.A. during holidays are great anyway because a lot of people are gone, so traffic isn't great. It's great. It's, I mean, it's light, but this was completely empty road. Normally, it's just packed with tourists, homeless people, everything. You know, so you got to walk around. You literally you're just like it's like a mall rush, so it's not easy to walk but I walked it yesterday completely empty. It was great. Except for at this one point near Cherokee, I think these two. One guy was yelling at this other guy and he was talking about how, I guess he was in a spot, you know, where he likes to hang out in the street, his homeless spot. And it was pretty funny to overhear. It's like, Hey, that's where I smoke blunts there every day. I holler at bitches there every day for 20 years. And I'm going to be there forever. Everybody knows me, motherfucker. Oh, I won't be hard to find. That's my spot. Everyone knows that's my spot. But he was just going through the things he does during the day. I holler at bitches. I smoke blunts. I wipe my shit against the wall right there. I piss in that garbage can every day. Don't you take my spot. Anyway, it's good to be Hollywood. Christmas is a special time, special fucking time. <laughs> lights, a lot of pressure on the lights already. My Sister's neighborhood in Culver City, they all have, they all do each other with the lights, but uh, a lot of pressure. That's why I That's why I never want to be successful living in a neighborhood like that. <laughs> Just kidding, but like you get shamed. You get shamed if you don't have that lights. You know, don't put them on right. You gotta buy them, buy new batches for them. The Halloween lights turn into Christmas lights, and you have your Black Friday sales on the lights. Anyway, a lot of things happening. Um, what are we looking at here? Oh God! Every time I'm just walking around thinking, "Boy, I really haven't done anything on this show yet," and we're almost at an hour. I mean, what am I doing? I haven't played this song. <laughs> And I brought up the Cleveland Browns, and I didn't even say. I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. I didn't say that. You know, you're supposed to say that. This would have been good for the Christmas parade because it's all like soap operas. You're like, hey, here's the stars of Young and the Restless. And they're not young or restless. You're like, wow, that show still goes on, still does. Good people. Anyway. Oh, here's one fun story. I'll leave you on this. And like like and everyone, see Generates, thank you for tuning into the show. We got the Monday Night Bombs. You got all the recaps. Um, thank you for watching on YouTube. Make sure you hit like, subscribe to the button, subscribe to the Bomb Line Bombs, and the podcast. Give a five star review, the whole thing if you can. The whole thing. Something. That's all I ask for. Especially when I'm 12 and 3 in the last three weeks. My God, I don't ask for much. Quick review, that's all. Um, other than that, follow me on uh, you know all the things that's going on there. Instagram, at CJ Sullivan was taken. Not like Liam Neeson, but the answer was, was taken. Or on X, at CJ Sullivan underscore. Do that. I got fun videos on there, fun man-in-the-box videos. Uh, Michigan coach video that I just did with Kevin Bozeman and Hannibal Burris and Kristen Toomey um, of him. Kevin Bozeman is a great comic who looks just like Coach Moore of Michigan. Anyway, we did a parody of that video. That's a, That's online. Make sure you check that out. Uh, I wanted to finish up with the Hall and Oates, Hall and Oates, uh, story, the great singers. I can't play it because YouTube music police will come after me. You know, private eyes are watching you. And you're always like, Hall's like, yeah, that was me. I sung. Oates did the clapping. Apparently, they hate each other, Hall and Oates. That's why I love them. They're from Philly. They're white soul singers from Philly. So I love them. They can invited you to the cookout, if you will. Um but a story just came out that Hall put a restraining order on Oates. <laughs> That's Daryl Hall and John Oates. And it always had to look like Hall does Hall exactly like he does the heavy lifting, you know. Poor Oates. But it reminded me, uh, so they're Philly legends. Music legends, Hall and Oates. There, people, there was a time where Hall and Oates. You don't understand. Before Duran Duran, they ran MTV. Every video was a Hall and Oates video on MTV when MTV first started. And it was always weird. They're girl. They're good songs. Are good. They have hits. Hey, can't say anything about them. They make goddamn hits. So there's restraining orders. Everyone's doing jokes about the song titles and all that. But I always loved the. The Phillies World Series 2007. I played Tampa Bay. I was at the game, Game Four, I think it was. It was a big day. Eagles played during the day, and the Falcons. We went over across the street. The Who was at a concert. It was a whole huge day in the Philly complex. Anyway, they brought out to sing the national anthem for the World Series game. To go, ladies and gentlemen, to sing the national anthem for the Phillies World Series game, right here from Philadelphia, homegrown. Everybody, welcome, Oats. That's it. That's how they announced it. Oats! Not even and oats. John Oats. And oats. You never hear just oats. What do you mean? Why isn't it Holland Oats or John Oats or not from Holland Oats? It was just oats! So he starts singing the national anthem or clapping it, whatever the hell he does. And the whole time, the, the crowd were like, What is Hall dead? What happened? Where the fuck's Hall? Why didn't they even mention Hall? That's weird because they hate each other and there's contracts apparently, and they're giving restraining orders. So instead of the, <laughs> I think Hall died. I read that. Hall, di- Hall didn't die. Why is it? What's his first name? Why is he just Oates? Ladies and gentlemen, Oates. And he drilled it. It's John Oates, if you're wondering. And he's got a restraining order. What the hell went behind a restraining order for these 70-year-old men? I don't know how old they are. I imagine they're, they're probably in their 60s. I don't want to say how old. Because then it makes me feel old. Anyway. All right. That's well over an hour. Good Lord. I just wanted to tell that oat f- f- fun Hall and Oats story. And I hope they work that out. We don't like to see Oats or Halls or Halls and Oats or Simons and Garfunkels. You don't need paperwork involved a restraining order. Private eyes are serving you. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you, everybody who came in the chat room, Eric Turman, Bill Cruz, Captain Insano, JC from KC, everyone else, all the C-Generates. Good luck tonight with the show. And we'll be back Thursday for the C-Block College Experience Show, another Bottom Line Bombs, where we try to keep this contest streak going. And I'll be on the prop show early in the morning, on Thursday, too. Anyway, that's going to do it. Goodbye.